0: We've got uh, some guests, some very fun guests. Uh, As you well know, I'm always going to be talking about missions. As you well know, we're getting ready to uh, send out, out our mission team to Thailand and we leave September 30th, so it's coming around the corner too. And we're going to go to Thailand, and uh, we have an amazing family in Thailand that we've been supporting for many years. uh, uh, Paula and David had come to our church, as you well know, uh, early in our years here at New Horizon. When they came, they brought a cute little baby boy. He was the cutest little thing ever. He was just tiny, right? And uh, I don't want to tell you how many years ago that was. Uh, so anyway, we have the privilege and honor here today to have that little tiny guy who's now grown up and uh, is now beginning to transition into taking over the, uh, the orphanage there, and he's got a lovely wife who is expecting, and you know, life just keeps going, doesn't it? So come on up, and uh, we just are so excited uh, to have Sean and Lindsay and uh, all of that. And uh, we are in the middle of a series, as you well know. Come on over. Uh, we're, we're well in, into our series called The Voice of the East. And uh, what our desire here to do for you folks uh, is to bring to you a, a broad vision. You know, sometimes we get so into our little life and our little news feed that we have coming at us. And, and you know, sometimes that news feed can be kind of skewed a little bit, kind of, you know, only sharing a little bit. But uh, we need you to know what's going on around the world and truly what's happening. And I will tell you, it is exciting what's going on out there there's no reason for christianity and the christians and and those here in america to get glum we are not to be glum because god is moving i just it's incredible and and right now there's there's a huge push for a billion soul harvest and i hope that all of you will be saying that over and over and over and over and over christianity and god is not being buried we're not having a funeral service for god you know there's a big book out there called god's God's Dead or something like that, written by some secular... I should have gotten that book and written it down. Not gotten it and read it, but you know. But you know, the concept is that he's dead and dying and we need to put him... To, it's over with. No, absolutely not. It's exploding around the world. And uh, so, uh, uh, Sean here has uh, dedicated his life to the country of Thailand. And uh, the, the religious atmosphere of Thailand is... Say it. Buddhism. 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 That's the American way. He was showing us, though, earlier today that that's not the right way. That's not how they say it. What do you say? Butta. Butta. Everybody practice with me. Butta. <laughs> and uh, when we were over there, it was quite... Um, quite uh, prevalent, and um, so we're going to hear a little bit about that, but the most important thing is what they are doing, and uh, the, the village, the faith village, the orphanage, and all of that kind of thing, so why don't you just go ahead and share with us here today what you got planned, and encourage us. So let's all welcome Sean. Thank you.
1: Thank you. How's everyone doing? Good. Well, like Pastor Joel was saying, uh, I'm from Thailand, and my parents started a ministry about 20 years ago. Um, but just to give you guys a little update, I am, uh, Lindsay and I, my lovely wife Lindsay, is right there, and she is about to become the mother of my child. It's like a weird way to say it mother of my child. There's a picture here, too, just in case. It's in the book of Songs of Solomon. Um, but. <laughs> Anyways, I won't continue on that thought. Um, But yeah, so just to give you guys a little update, Lindsay and I went back to Thailand about uh, two years ago, and this is our first time being here um, since, well, we came here for a wedding for a week, and won't do that again. Fly 20 hours, and fly 20 hours back, and go back to work, Um, but... Uh, So we went back two years ago, and and my parents started the ministry, and by no means we started it by ourselves, and it's it's a different kind of struggle. It's a different set of work that we had to do to establish ourselves there as a family. We moved over when we were about six months married, so we had a lot to figure out. I didn't know we had a lot to figure out, um, but we did. Um, Thank you so much. So... About two years ago, we went back, and Lindsay has, uh, God has put on Lindsay and I's heart to, to spread the gospel in Thailand, and especially in northern Thailand and southern Burma there with the Shan people and Thai people. And, and so when, when we got there, we started doing—I uh, uh, started preaching at the church. My dad let me preach at the church. I don't know what he was thinking. But um, he started letting me preach at the church, and then we decided to make a change. And we were only doing church in Shan, but in the past two years, we switched to doing church in Shan and Thai, where I would preach in Shan, and and then I would uh, and then I would have a translator that would translate to Thai. And then we went from there to translating the songs into Sean and then Thai. So now the church has been growing about 20%. It sounds like a lot, but when you have start out with 30 people, 20% isn't a lot. But 20% sounds better. Amen? Um, amen. <laughs> but um, one of the things I wanted to minister to you this morning is um, it's, it's going to come out of uh, the story of the, the ministry there. Um, so, like uh, Pastor Joe was saying, Lindsay and I have taken over and transitioned into being the directors of Faith Village Children's Home, which is where New Horizon Christian Center, um, or is a New Horizon Church now? Whichever one? Church. New Horizon Church will be coming uh, to, to, to that property, that Faith Village. And when we went there, we had, what, 12 kids, I think? Now now, we, now we're up to 14, and then we're, um, my dad just told me like two, three days ago that we were just about to get a couple more kids, I believe a nine-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy. So we're really excited about that. We're really excited. Our family's growing, not only our church family, but our children's home, and more than uh, what we've seen in the past, we're starting to make a lot more impact around our local community at our church there, and New, New Horizons, the past missions team that came over um, helped uh, us kind of like launch into that, into the local ministry you guys went to temples, I wasn't there I didn't have the honors of being there I, um, I was in Bible college, studying still But um, so I'm super excited for the team to come and everybody who's involved uh, in coming so that's the update is there anything else? that's good, that's good, okay um, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I would like to say my mom and dad said to say hi, uh, from De- Pastor David and Paula Mahawan in Thailand. So they said to say hi and that they miss everyone here. I believe they were here during the summer for Thai's graduation. That is a miracle in itself. Ty is my brother. He graduated college. Um, and then, so yeah, <laughs> when he's not here, you might as well take advantage of it. So we're believing for in Thailand this next couple of years when we go back is that we would make an impact in our local community but also around the nation itself. Thai's been doing um some worship ministry and we did an, uh we recorded a worship album um has some of the songs that you guys sing here and that's been taking off like really I I believe we had like 40,000 downloads online f- from that album alone and then like we just we just keep passing them out, and, um, and God's just been using that. And also our church uh, is the only church, and I'm the youngest pastor around, um, that is the only church that does church in both languages with two of the major people groups in Thailand. So that's been kind of like a bold um, move by us because no one has ever done that before. And then they have a half-white guy preaching in Shan, so that's pretty cool too, I think. Um, but... I guess this morning I want to I want to um, I, I title uh, my me- message is "Encountering Jesus." That's my title. Although I'll be sharing some about Buddhism or Buddha, um, that my, my heart is that you would be encouraged and also and, and also have a heart and a passion for missions in your local community and also around the world. Um, my my heart this morning is that. I want to prove and I want to minister to you guys about how Jesus is the only way. See, the problem with Thailand and the struggle that we have is that it's a religious society. Religion is, is what they live by. Everything they do is based off this religion. From their daily livelihood to the festivals that they would have to where they would give their money to, all this is based on the religion of Buddhism. And just to give you a couple points before I move into Jesus, um, I want to give you guys a couple points about Buddhism be- because I know as the world has become smaller, the, its religions has also spread out farther too. Right now, there's, there's no longer a line where people can't cross. There's no longer an ocean that people can't fly over. Right now, um, Christianity is the biggest religion on earth right now. Um, and it is also the fastest conversion rate. And just to give you guys an encouragement, Christianity is not dying, like Pastor Joe was saying. In Indonesia alone, a small church is a thousand people. I went to a meeting in Malaysia, and they're having a revival down there. And and and, and Thailand is right now just one percent, but I believe it's going to be our turn that the revival of God is going to come upon our country. Amen. And, and Christianity is not dead. Um, with Buddhism, though, they believe in reincarnation, which means, you know, if you die this life, you'll come back the next life. And, and they also believe in deeds, which ties into this, because um, depending on what you come back as the next life would depend on what you do this life, how much good you would do. Um, and, and also, what happens in this life, whether your child gets run over by a car or all this, would determine what you did in the last life. So if, if something bad happens, that they would explain it as, or in the previous life, they were a bad person. So that's why this happens to them, right? So that's kind of the way. It, it's all based on works. It's all based on a set of rules, and, and, and it's all based on good deeds or bad deeds that you've done, and, and the question I have for them is, like, who determines what you come as in the next life? See, they don't believe in a higher being of some sort. They believe in spirits. And, and just for the record, what I speak on this morning about Buddhism is primarily Buddhism in Thailand. Okay? The, it changes the, from country to country, but what I'm sharing now is the majority. That's what everybody believes. Okay? Um, we have the Baptist Buddhists, and we have the Pentecostal Buddhists, and and so it, it changes from country to country. And so what I'm sharing now is the main points, and 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 this is the main point is that they believe they'll come back in the next life, and ultimately their goal would be to be non-existent. Their 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 goal would be to um, to reach a place of spirituality and goodness that they just disappear. Because this world is evil, and, this, and, and, and they want pain. But then they don't live in pain. They all strive to get a bad, better job. See, the question, you can poke holes all over the religion. But that's not going to do anything, and that's why I'm going to come tell you this morning. You can't bring another religion and propose to them our religion. You have to propose a person. You have to propose Jesus Christ. You can't, you can't say, well, well, follow these ten commandments and come raise your hands in church and sing glorified karaoke and then everything, like, this, this religion is better, right? Like, why would they change their whole life for just another religion? So, that's the introduction to Buddhism. And I also just tore it apart right there, but... Um, But it's based off faith, and that's what I'm going to share here. Let's let's just go to our Bibles in Matthew 28. Matthew 28 and... uh, Matthew 11, sorry. Matthew 11 and verse 28. It's in the New King James Version that I'm reading out of. It says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. This is Jesus speaking. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen? Amen. Let's go to another verse. It's in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. This is in the New King James Version too. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. All right, let's bow our heads and let's just pray just for a moment. Dear Father God, I just thank you for this morning. Thank you for this opportunity um, that we have to listen to your word and to hear about you. And, and we just thank you for everything we have and we thank you that you go before us and you come behind us. Lord God, I thank you that you, you protect us and that you lead us and guide us and that you never forsake us. We just thank you for your grace and your mercy in Jesus' name. And we all say, Amen. Amen. Okay. So in Matthew 11, see, the context that Jesus was speaking, the people that he was speaking to, was the normal, everyday people. See, by this point, when Jesus spoke, they were tired. See, a religion, a, a, a law that God gave just to help them and guide them ended up becoming, the Pharisees ended up making it four times, five times, six times more laws than what God originally provided for. And, and by this time, they, they're burdened by religion. See, that's always the men's tendency is to go back to religion. Because in our society, in our mind, it's hard to receive something that you didn't do anything for. That's why religion sells so easy. That's why when you go to a Buddhist person and say, or even some person and say, Hey, Jesus died on the cross for you. All you have to do is believe. It's too easy. Even, I was speaking to the youth on Wednesday, even I struggle with that from time to time. I have to remind myself that it's not about me and it's all about Jesus. I would just say in order for me to come and raise my hands in church, it doesn't have to be that I live perfectly from Monday to Saturday, but it's because of Jesus that I can. And it's His grace that enables me to do what I do. Now, of course, that doesn't give us the license to do whatever we want. It's His grace that strengthens us to not do what we're not supposed to do. And... And the struggle, is what I'm saying, is with the right mindset of religion. In America, we're graced in the sense that it's not so deeply ingrained into us, but in Thailand it is. Religion is religion no matter what it is. Even Christianity in Thailand sometimes is a religion. And I believe the reason why we haven't had a breakthrough is because we're all focused on the Christianity, the religion, instead of Jesus. Jesus. And, and that's the message that I've been preaching. So when Pastor Joe and Pastor Dwayne asked me to preach this message, I'm like, this is going to be easy, because I've been preaching it for the last two years. See, so religion is man trying to get to God, but Jesus came down to man, so that you, you didn't have to keep on working and working and working, trying to reach a point that we can't reach, but Jesus came down. And... And I always say this, I'm not here to spread Christianity, and the whole church goes (gasps) because isn't that the point that we're supposed to spread our religion? Make our religion greater than the Buddhist religion? Than the Islam religion? No. I say, I'm here to spread Jesus. I'm here to share the good news, which is about Jesus, and he died on the cross for me, so that I can join him. So that the spirit that lives in me is greater than the one in, in this world. And my first point this morning, which I got to go. Um, first point this morning is, um, less is more. Less is more. I re- remember, like, I, I play, play drums. And I, in church, the problem with the drummer is, we always want to have a drum solo in a worship service. You know, the spirit comes upon us. You know, and then we just want to just make a drum solo. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and so my drum teacher will always say, Sean, less is more. Less is more. And it didn't make sense in my mind, but it does now. Because every time a drummer goes into a drum solo during worship service, I'm like, what are you doing? Um, and, <laughs> you, know, you know, when the Spirit comes upon you, you can't help. Um, but... Less is more, and that 's the same way with our message. If we want to reach people, if we want to reach the Buddhist community or any community, we need to know that it less is more. We try to make it so complicated and so so um, so hard to understand that really it 's just a gospel message, and let the Holy Spirit do the rest see w- we have a soccer league in Thailand, and our church is involved with that. We're trying to like kind of plug into the community, and I also love soccer. My team won this morning. Um, that's a side point. But I, I was sitting there, and and like as a pastor, you know, people's kind of scared of you. You know, when they know you're a pastor and you're in, like in the sports realm, and and. We, we were talking about church, like the church guys and me were talking about church and the next morning, you know, Sunday morning, so we were kind of planning there. And then I didn't say anything to any of these guys about it. I just was very bold on my life with God and my relationship and what I do. And all of a sudden he said, his name's Ben, and he said, Ben is his name, and he said, why are you a Christian anyways? Meaning, in Buddhism, they believe A lot of times in Thailand, especially, they believe everyone is going to the same place. Just different paths. Have you heard that before? Like, just different paths to the same location. And he said, why are you a Christian anyways? Because what he's referring to is, I can drink, I smoke, I get drunk every night, I have fun, and then you guys don't. Although his life looks like it stinks. But he's thinking it's great. And he's like, why are you a Christian anyways? And I thought about it and this came out of my mind, out of my mouth. I said, It makes sense. And he's like, It makes sense. What do you mean? He's like, It's very simple what we believe in. We believe that we can't reach a point where God would love us. So that's why God sent his son down, because he loves us so much, even before we were thinking about him, that he died for us so that we could have a relationship with him. Basically told him the gospel. So that's why. He says, so Christianity is all that? Yep, that's it. That's it. And I'm like, you tell me. Now I switched it around. That your religion makes sense to you. And he just smiled. Because he can. not Because they have all these festivals, all these superstitions, all these... Things. And then they're always trying to do one thing after another. And then they have monks who, who mess up that's supposed to be their perfect being. And, and, and then they just like, all, it's all religion. And I'm like, you tell me it makes sense. They can't tell you it makes sense. That's why it's a faith-based religion. Like I said, you can ask a single question like, who determines what you become? Like the dog's the lowest form that you can come in the next life. Except if you become a mom's chihuahua, that's not that bad. (laughs) That dog. That dog. Um, But the thing is, (laughs) going back to the message, the thing is, like, just that one question will make them step back and be like, I don't know. But they still believe in it. That's why if you're going to just bring another religion and just propose it to them, they're not going to pick it. Why? They got their own. And if you're saying God is real, they know God is real. I was telling the youth on Wednesday night that in Thailand, you don't, unlike the Northwest, you don't have to convince them there is a spiritual world and a God. They know. My grandma took her five years to become a Christian. You know why her number one point was? Why she didn't become a Christian? Was because her demons and gods answered her prayers more often than our God answered ours. <laughs> what are you supposed to say through that? <laughs> we pray, and so my parents ended up praying against the spirits that she was praying for and then they didn't do anything anymore until she realized that our God was greater than hers. That's when they switch. See, in Hebrews 11.1, it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hopeful and the convictions of things unseen. We usually use this in Christianity, but it's the same in, in, in the re- religion in Thailand, too. See, they, they understand the supernatural. You don't have to convince them about that at all. The problem with religion, to me, is because it never reaches the heart. It only changes the outside. See, that's the message that hits them. That's the message that hits me. It's like, I can put all these points, and then, and then I still will fall back, and at the end, like, nothing has changed. Because it's just changing the shell. It's putting clothes on just different kind of clothes trying to look better for other people see they're tired they're tired doesn't matter what they're saying they're tired what they want to know is why why are you free why are you not burdened because my god my jesus his yoke is easy And his burden is light, that's why. He took it so that we don't have to carry it. He took it so that we can live life free and enjoy his presence every day. And even if we mess up, he knew we were going to mess up. He died for the sins yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It didn't shock him. God didn't go, oh, I didn't expect that. (laughs) Son, come here. We're going to have to do this whole thing over again. No! Jesus said it is finished. And when he said it, he meant it. Amen? Amen. So, my second point is encounter Jesus. And this is the point that I want to drive home. See, in Matthew, Matthew 11, it said, Jesus said, come to me. Notice all the me and I's. This Jesus is the only person that I'm okay with hearing so many me's and I's on. Like, it says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, I don't think this is a coincidence. When Jesus told this to these people, he in chapter twelve and verse one it says, "At this time, amen." Right after he said that, at that time he walked out, and he walked out with his young disciples and went into went went into a field with grains. And the thing, my only problem is, Jesus probably knew what they were going to do. If you take a bunch of hungry teenagers and young men into a field that there's food, they're going to pick it. The only problem was if you picked it, it was against the law. It was the Sabbath. You're not supposed to work. You're supposed to prepare your food before, and the only thing you could do is pick up and eat, not go harvest it. And then so the Pharisees come into the picture and says, hey, your disciples are breaking the law. And what G- Jesus his main point was, I know, but they have a need. And that's okay. See, and and then after that it says at this time at the same time same day he goes. And then there was this man that needed healing for his hand. And he asked Jesus to heal his hand. It's the Sabbath. You're not supposed to work. I'm not sure what's work about doing that, but evidently it was work. Um, and then Jesus healed him, even on the Sabbath. And I believe he did this intentionally, not to antagonize the Pharisees, but to make a point that he cares about you than the religious system. See, they have made so many rules. That's the thing about religion. If if you live in religion, you'll start making rules based on our behaviors. And then pretty soon, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And pretty soon, it's impossible to live life in freedom. Live life the way Jesus intended us to live. And I believe it's so sad when I see Christians live life just live life not in freedom, and that's, they, you, you could tell they have a heavy burden on their shoulders. And I believe because they don't have the revelation of grace, the revelation that Jesus died on the cross for that, that you, you don't have to try to work out to God. See, I, I, I think it's so fitting that the last song this morning was, I Surrender All, because that's where it starts. That's where freedom starts. It's when you surrender and say, I can't do this. So I don't know what you're going to do, but here I am. Amen? All through Jesus' life, when there was a need, he filled the need. He never denied it once. Do You know that. All through his life, his three years of ministry... Every occurrence there was a need, Jesus filled it. And my father taught me to do the same as Jesus. He says, if there's a need, fill it. Don't think about it. Like, how much do I have in my wallet? Like, um, like and you're like, oh, thank God, I only have $5 in my wallet, you know? <laughs> 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 That's gone through my mind too, just for the record. You know, like, I'm sorry, Jesus, only five bucks, you know, and just like, just drop it in. But it's just like, if you see a need, fill it, because that's what Jesus did. Like, did he, all through his life, he filled the need. And he always, in Romans 5 8, it says that in this, God demonstrated his love for us. And I believe us as the church need to do the same. We need to demonstrate His love to the world. Because we're supposed to be the reflectors that reflect His glory and His love through the earth. We are the last move of God. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. We are the hands and feet of Christ. And we need to demonstrate His love to the earth. And it's only through Him. And I believe it's only when you encounter Jesus, that's when true change comes. It's only when you encounter Jesus is when you can begin to live in freedom, not a religion or Christianity. I make so many people like gasp and like hold their breath in Thailand because I'm not preaching for Christianity. We've done that for the last hundred years. I'm done preaching on Christianity. I'm here to preach about Jesus and spread the love of Jesus. And I believe it's not a set of rules, it's not a bunch of philosophies and a bunch of doctrines that would change people. I believe only Jesus can change people, and then we can work down from there. Not the other way around. I don't believe you have to be perfect to come to church. That was a thing, that is a thing in Thailand, by the way. Be perfect to come to church. Christians don't do that. I say, Christians do that. And they're like, no Christians don't. I'm like Christians do that. They're like, what? I'm like Christians. Do, do bad things because we're people. I'm like, why do we get a chance to worship God anyway? Because of Jesus. Let's go back to that main point. It's because of Jesus that we get to worship Him. It's because of Jesus we are good. It's because God is good. It's, that, it's because God is good that's why we are good. It's not because we are good that makes God good. It's not because we are good that makes us qualified to enter the kingdom of God. It's because He is good and we accept that. Amen? Amen. So I believe the world is tired of descriptions of Christianity. I believe they're tired. I believe the millennial generation is tired of religion, too. And I think that's why Christianity might be one of the largest, um, one of the fastest growing conversion rate because of this message. Because people can see through religion But if they can see Jesus with his hands open wide, saying, come to me, those who are weary. Come to me, those who are tired. Come to me, if you're tired of your rules and all that. And come to me, and I will give you rest. And I believe it's only when you rest in him is one true change truly come into your life. Can I have the keyboardist come up, please, and make me sound more spiritual? Or the whole band, the whole band. <laughs> ah. I'm just going to focus on Romans 5 8 here in this last couple of minutes. People are tired of this discussion of Jesus, they're tired of religion. Buddhist people are. They're tired of religion because they can see it falling all over the place and they're still believing in it because that's the only way that they know. They know there's a life afterwards. They know. They know. There's a spiritual side to things. You don't have to convince them there is a spiritual world. But it's the only path that they know. And if you're going to introduce them or even speaking to the church here, if I introduce you another set of religion, another set of roles, there's no reason to convert. There's no reason to change. Because their lives, their family, is all intertwined in that. And if you're asking an individual, will you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior? And if it's based on a religion, why? Right? Why? You've got to leave your family possibly be casted out of your house be persecuted for religion see the apostle Paul and the disciples didn't get persecuted and die for the gospel for just for religion they died for a person and they wanted people to know who this man was who this Jesus is it's not based on a religion people are tired and people want a demonstration of his love and we are the ones that do that. It's like my grandma. Why should she change if her demons <laughs> answer our prayers, her prayers more than our God answer our prayers? But it's when they know our God is greater and I encourage the team to to seek God and to press into God before you come. Ask God to use you in miraculous ways. And not only through healing and prophecies and words of knowledge, but I think just through who you are, what you glow, the light that shines out of you needs to be Christ. Amen? We don't have miracles every day in Thailand, but what I strive for is to press in and for God, and for me to be a reflector of His glory to the community. where they see... I see something on this man I see something on this girl that I, w- I want that why are they so free Why they're just like us they're not perfect but they're so free and so happy those people who convert that's what they say they're so happy that's what, in- that's what God is wanting to be a Christian wanting to be a follower of Jesus the message is simple That God wants to be real to us so that He can be real to them. That's why I believe even for us, not for the Buddhist people, for us, it's better for us to press into Christ and to know Him more, to study His Word more, know His heart so that we can reflect His heart and reflect His Word word to the world. And that's when they know that this this is something that I want. What's different about this is, a, this is a question that comes out. What's the difference with yours? What's the difference in your religion? Can I have everybody stand here, please? This is what I say in Sean, but I translate it into English the best that I can. It's not about bad people becoming good, but it's about dead people coming to life. Amen. That's what it's all about. That's why I say, no, 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 Christians do that. Christians mess up. You know, like, we, we know we're a messed up bunch of people. <laughs> but religion tries to say, we're not. See, when you wipe religion out of Christianity, it's with Jesus. All we have is Jesus. That's all we cling to. That's all we hold on to. That's all we desire is to know more of him. Amen. I'm going to hand it back to Pastor Duane and I'm just going to close in prayer and then Pastor Duane can take it on any way he likes. Dear Father God, I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do, Father. I thank you that you are an active God. I pray, Lord, that you 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 go before us and lay out the ground. I pray, Lord, that I believe not only in America but also in Thailand that a move of God is going going wipe out into the land, Father. I pray, Lord, that 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 souls will come to Christ. I pray, Lord, that they're not going to come to Christ based on a. a a list of doctrines and a list of rules, Lord God, but they're going to come to Christ when they encounter Jesus. I believe that only when they encounter Jesus is when they will have their breakthrough. I believe when they encounter Jesus is when they, they receive their freedom. I believe when they encounter Jesus is when they encounter grace. I just thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody said, Amen.